Hello and welcome to Women in Confidence with me, Vanessa Murphy, HR expert, confidence coach, and now podcaster. This podcast discusses all things to do with confidence in life and in work. And this is a podcast for women who want to learn what confidence is, how to obtain it, and how to maintain it, and learn how confidence can help you grow and flourish. Every week, I introduce you to amazing women who have interesting stories to tell about confidence. Through their stories, insights, hints and tips, you realise that a lack of self-belief or low self-esteem is common and also very human. But by listening to them, you'll take away what they have done to show up confidently on the inside as well as on the outside. Yes, hello and welcome to Women in Confidence. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. <laughs> it's great to be here with you. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me. Where are you at the moment in the world? I like to get um, this pointed out right at the beginning so people can see where how global we are. Exactly. Well, it's been a week that I've been um, back in Rome, Italy. And uh, I, before that, I spent three weeks in the U.S., which was amazing, where I was born and raised. But I've been living in Italy for over 20 years. And in Boston and New York and Martha's Vineyard, it was just wonderful. Yeah. So now I'm in New, in Italy and, and next week to Spain. <laughs> oh, gosh. OK. So really well traveled. And exactly. The, and was the travel part of work or pleasure? Both. Actually, I had a, a reunion with my high school in Boston. So uh, people were like, oh, you're coming to the States. Let's do some workshops. Let's do seven steps uh, workshop. Let's do dancing with riches workshop, a three-day body class with access. And so I did that in New York. And uh, and then I traveled to Martha's Vineyard where I used to go every summer as a kid. It's an island off the coast of uh, Massachusetts. And it was just so lovely. I haven't been there in years. Amazing. swimming in the morning in the ocean at 7 30 in the morning but you're in australia so you're used to swimming in the ocean yeah but not in the winter <laughs> definitely yeah. not in the winter well you've yes. mentioned two things there in just your little introduction that i want to cover one was about the seven steps and the other one was about dancing with riches so we're going to cover those off but i was just looking and doing some research about you and there are many things that could be attributed to you and your sort job or what you do. So I've got business entrepreneur, I've got motivational speaker, empowerment business coach, communication expert, and also an author and a singer. I know you're a singer as well. So (laughs) just tell everybody in your own words, how would you describe what you do? Well, you know, I'm always um, asking, what is it that brings me joy? You know, and always asking, what is it that if I engage with, even if it's not business, but that it will create more in my life? You know what I mean? So uh, I've been playing tennis and doing workouts and, you know, we might not have a lot of time. We might have our calendar, our checklist, but things go so much more with ease and so much more um, quickly if we take some time and put ourselves on our calendars, you know what I mean? And it's, it uh, sort of gives your body, you know, uh, really um, lots of space and relaxation. And it actually relaxes your mind a bit, which we're so engaged with our mind and what we think we have to do. And, and if we're just showing up as who we are, who we really are, uh, then the confidence that we have in ourselves 
we know we can never get ourselves wrong, right? We know that nobody does us like we do us. And so even if someone has some criticisms or some suggestions, we're not going into defense or feeling like we are right or wrong about something. We are the best version of us that exists. Lots of things, yes, that I engage with. I even did a couple of casting oh, things wow. for television <laughs> series. Um, but just to have fun, you know, just to, to um, actually go out of your comfort zone so that when you go back into your comfort zone, something you're used to, you're you're like so uh, ready. You're like, oh, this is easy. <laughs> I really like but what you say about putting yourself in your diary, because I mean, I know and I'll probably speak for many women who are listening. That's really hard to do. And because, you know, people have jobs, people have businesses, people have, you know, families, et cetera. How, how have you been very clear or, or established that boundary that you're going to put yourself in your diary? Right. Well, I'm not sure that it's actually very hard. Um, it's that maybe we have never even considered it. You know what I mean? Because when we put when you put things, you know, you, you've got the phone, you've got the iPhone or the, you know, the Android and you put things in your calendar. It's usually dates that come through an email or something that you've agreed with someone else. But what is it that you can agree with yourself? You know what I mean? In those you know workshops, I, I ask what's different and unique about you. That's the first step in the seven steps. Um, what's your unique brand of magic? And in the Dancing with Riches, we're talking about business and workshops, but the first, one of the first things I ask is what's vital for you? What is it that if you were not doing it, life would not be so, you know, exciting or interesting or, you know, really wouldn't have fun being here. I love the outdoors, you know? So a lot of times when we're working on computers with the sun, (laughs) maybe there's not that much sun in the winter, but, you know, we're inside, we're looking at a screen. I love looking at the trees. I love looking at the sky. I love looking at the the water, you know? So what what is it that's vital to you that brings you joy, that really ah, makes your breathing really a deep breath? And even if you you just put it in the calendar and don't do it, it's still there, present in your life. And you know, oops, oops, there's one thing I didn't do on my checklist. (laughs) I didn't go out and see the trees or listen to the birds or take a walk, you know? So um, really, I don't think that it, we, it's difficult for people to do it. I think that just to think about it, what is it today that I can do that will bring me more delight, joy, pleasure in my life? And uh, if you do take 10 seconds, one minute, 10 minutes per day to do that, everyone else and everything else that you engage with will be very grateful (laughs) because you'll be so much more enjoyable. (laughs) So before we come on to talk about the seven steps and the dancing with riches, what does having confidence mean to you, Cass? Having confidence um, to me um, means knowing who you are, knowing what your capacities are and knowing what it is that when you are in line with that allows you to enjoy life much more. And it's not about making someone else wrong. You know, when the access consciousness, we, we talk about honoring you, which just means not treating you with disrespect. You know, something that works for you, it doesn't mean 
that something that does not work for you is about making someone else wrong. But something that does not work for you, if you continue doing that, that's not honoring you. That's not treating you with respect. And once you're willing to treat yourself with respect and honor you, then it's so much easier to treat other people with respect and honor them, you know? And even with your projects, you know, what works for your projects? You know, you might have an idea that, oh, we've got to get this done. But true, does that work for your project? <laughs> does that, is that something that it actually is honoring of your project? Once you honor you, then it's much easier to uh, honor uh, other people as well. So confidence for me is knowing that you are the best version of you that exists. And if you are willing to acknowledge what works for you, then you have confidence when you walk, when you talk, when you play tennis or <laughs> golf or whatever it is you play, when you swim, when you work with other people, and when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. And so that connecting with you is something that I really enjoy engaging with. And you can trust yourself that sometimes you're not connected with you. Sometimes you're in a cranky mood. You trust that. You know that. You don't expect, oh, I can never be cranky. I can never be in a, a bad mood. No, you, you trust yourself. You know that mm, every now and again, this is what's going to show up for me. And if you're not resisting that, then you go so much faster back to your confidence and to your trust of you and to your honoring of you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I was starting to think about, do you, I mean, you're a confident person, now but have you always been confident have you always trusted yourself and really connected with yourself and also put yourself in your own diary you know um the first thing that comes for us is confidence when we enter into our mind and calculating and um, trying to decide what the best thing is and and you know doing um, some judgments of ourselves then we go into a lack of confidence but really what comes to you naturally is part of who you are so when since i was a, a child the confidence i don't know if i would actually identify it as confidence but the clarity for me of what i wanted to do and where i wanted to go and what i would like to enjoy and experience was quite clear now i used to be a little bit pushy as a kid because I would push people to get out of being cranky or sad by really inviting them to laugh or to enjoy something or, you know, really soliciting from them. What do you want to do? What would you like to do? I'm happy to do it. What is it that you like to do as a kid? And, and laughing and enjoying them. And they would say, okay, She's not going <laughs> to let me be cranky and lack of confidence. So then they would become present. And when you have presence, right, then there's no lack of confidence, really, because there's no uh, judgments. They're, you're present with what is going on at the moment. You know, I, I had a um, we all have phases, I guess. And I guess you might call it lack of confidence. Um, but lack of confidence, how much is that? something that's knocking at your door that you maybe are not even willing to look at or consider, like um, losing a job, right? I remember the first time I lost a job, 
I was like, oh my goodness, what, how could that possibly happen? You know? And then everyone was inviting me to take another job. And maybe you call this a lack of confidence, but it was, I didn't want to take another job. I actually wanted to spend some time exploring something new that I'd like to do. And that's what had me show up in Italy <laughs> 20 years ago. So what is it that we've identified as a lack of confidence that is actually an awareness, a sixth sense, right? A gut feeling that we are too busy focusing on the confidence level. And it doesn't allow us to acknowledge, hey, not only are we confident, but we're also wise. And we're also aware of something that maybe we haven't yet defined or identified, but let's explore it some. And that, that is what we've identified as lack of confidence, maybe wisdom. Yeah. And I think what you've done there is flip lack of confidence or a fear and turned it into something incredibly positive. So you've talked about wisdom and opportunities and something that perhaps is there for you to explore. And I really like that the way you flip that because yeah, many people, you know, there'll be so many events in their life that, you know, knock their confidence. Let's just use that. But actually what you're saying is this is a really great opportunity for you to seek something that's perhaps calling you uh, and giving you that space to explore and, you know, be wise and all those sorts of things. I love the way you've done that. Yeah, thank you. And also, I mean, I love the, your questions. You know that we've talked before and I love the way you invite that. Um, so maybe if you ever were thinking, oh, I, you know, it's a lack of confidence. I need some to get some more information. Is If you looked at it from a different perspective, is that a lack of confidence that you need more information or is that your wisdom that you're like, I know there's something here that if I tap on different buttons, it will actually expand and, and, and share with people, you know, mm. and, and the brilliant creators are, are sort of like that, you know, they're um, always, they're not sitting back in their chair and relaxing. They're actually always, you know, testing new things. So they're so busy moving forward that they don't actually have time for that lack of confidence. And what invitation can we be for people to recognize, oh, wow, I'm feeling a lack of confidence. Isn't that interesting? I wonder what my awareness is at the moment that's showing up in my life as a lack of confidence. And, well, you know, it, it also, I just wanted to say, it also, you know, we, that, that sixth sense, that wisdom, that, that intuition, also how much, if we're feeling what we've identified as lack of confidence, is our tapping into what other people around us who are in relationships with us, who are working with us, who we just walk by in the street, right? Are feeling, how much are we picking up on what's going on with them? So one of the questions we ask, um, amazing questions in the access consciousness is, when you're feeling a lack of confidence, ask yourself, wait a minute, is this mine? <laughs> who does this belong to? Is this mine? It's such a great question. And the millisecond, the millisecond after you ask that question, if that tension and those feelings and emotions that come up when, you, when you're identifying them as lack of confidence, the millisecond after you ask, wait a minute, is this mine? Truth. 
if it lightens up, if it goes away, if it makes you smile, you're like, oh, that's just my wisdom. Okay, let me keep going. You are <laughs> you so right. Because you, you don't people, have to solve it. Yeah, true. Because people carry other people's um, lack of confidence. They to- And you're right, asking yourself the question, is this mine or is it somebody else's? It's just that sort of circuit breaker to say, this is not my shit to deal with. This is yes. someone else's lack of Absolutely. confidence that I'm shouldering. And recognize, and recognize just in, uh, while you're moving forward, recognize, wow, I'm pretty good. I pick, I've got intuition. You know what I mean? Instead of, oh my gosh, why am I picking up on other people's things? That's a talent. That's an ability, mm. you know? It's so um, interesting. I remember, you know, people have asked me and I wrote, wrote about this, you know, ex- have you experienced uh, racism, being American, being black, being, you know, and I'm like, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. But maybe other people have. And am I not picking up on what they're, you know what I mean? You can go into that. Uh, or is there something beyond that? So really, you know, or being a woman a lack of confidence being a woman being in Italy you know it's it's the you know the women's movement in Italy happened you know 20 years later you know however how can I use that being a woman here in Italy to my advantage not you know being an American different you know not an Italian to my advantage and what does that mean to my advantage to gain something from it no to create more not only in my life but in the world yeah so let's talk about the seven steps because I can see just behind you, I can see it, but nobody else will be able to see it. There's a, you've got a tiny little thing that says seven steps. So you, yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, let's, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, so you've got a, a banner um, yes, saying yes, seven steps. Yes. I just did a, I just did a book, a book reading. So I've got the banners. Oh, okay. Well, I can see it and it looks amazing and it's drawn me in to, to ask you the questions. How did you develop the, sec- the seven steps? Well, it's a great question, especially since we're talking about confidence, right? I was working on a, a book for a couple of years uh, on communication. Uh, I got an undergrad degree in communication and graduate uh, program in, uh, you know, c- uh, communication as well. And so, um, but one morning I woke up after working on that for so long and the seven steps came to me. It was like, how can I make this easy? It's such a small little book. And it was about seven years ago. So seven is a magic number in this moment. (laughs) And it's so funny, lots of religious people and spiritual people and everyone loves that number seven, but maybe, maybe I was picking it up the number seven, but seven easy steps. And so I began writing, typing as I was doing every morning. And this just flowed out. It's such a short little book. And it's um, how do you connect with you? How do you disconnect with you? And how do you reconnect with you once you've found the road back to you so that you can establish true connection? So those are the four phases. And over the last seven years, it's just been you know delightful to engage and activate teachers, trainers of seven steps around the world, different languages, different cultures, different colors, different sexes, different uh, sexual preferences, just all around uh, the world. So that flawless seven steps to flawless communication is something that we're all capable of, you know, just not having any flaws in the way you are. And that's the confidence. You know, if you are not being the confidence of who you are, come on, there's nobody else that does you better than you are. How could you not be confident about you? You know, 
but it's not defined. And so you continually explore what's a new and different for you in your life uh, today. And you know, the founder of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas, when he met, we met uh, almost 20 years ago, and he said, you have a very different way of communicating, I guess. It's not just that you live in Italy and you speak different languages and you're American, but you just communicate differently. And I think that that is something you can share with the world. That would be a contribution. So it's now in 20 languages, um, that book, and uh, also uh, the teachers are probably in about 10 languages around the country. Mm. And you know what? The first language is our vibration, our energy. And that's when we're in line with that vibration, confidence is something that is part of who we are. Well, talk to me about vibration then, because I understand what you mean by that. Perhaps some people who are listening to this podcast might not get what you mean by vibration and energy. Yeah, well, a vibe. Right. So sometimes have you ever walked into a room and said, oh, well, I'm not I don't really like this room. I'm not sure why. Right. Or somebody walks in um, and say, wow, they feel a little uh, not happy. I wonder what's going on with them. Right. So you're that's that's a vibe. Okay, that's an that's an energy. Mm. And that's something that we that we are, you know, and that um, that is uh, part of uh, who we are. And that energy is in our bodies. Uh, also, and we, when we're um, connected with ourselves, um, we allow that vibe to be shared with others, right? When we're disconnected with ourselves, it's actually a disconnection from others. So when you walk into a place or you um, hear a phrase or you, you know, see a picture or you go into a, a restaurant and it does it feel good to you? Does it does it make you um, happy? Do you are you excited about being there, or does it feel mm, a little mm, strange? I don't know why this is not really working for me. You know, I call that light, right? When it feels good and heavy, uh, when there's something um, not exactly in line with your vibration. So it's different for everyone. You know what I mean? Because you know we have two vibrations you and I that actually sort of dance together they're in rhythm together and we enjoy our conversations Um, it doesn't always happen with people and that doesn't mean that they're wrong right it doesn't mean that you have to oh my goodness why can't I be in line with that person to be in a lack of confidence maybe it's a wisdom right? If you don't go into that lack of confidence, um, or maybe it's just not the moment for that Mm -hmm. to go on. But each and every one of us lives on this planet, you know, and walks on the earth. And so the vibration that we are is something that is part of this world, of this planet, of this earth. So when you are connected with your vibration, it's a kindness to you, to your confidence level, right? To your people that are in your life, and it's also a contribution and a, um, and a, and a kindness um, to, the, to the world, you know? Mm. You know, when a tree is like the leaves are not so happy, they're a little, I've got a plum tree outside and that's happening a little bit. And, you know, they're, they're fading and then the fruit comes out on those trees and it's not really healthy, the fruit. And then, you know, and then if it falls on the um, ground, uh, then it might infect, you know, the dirt that's on the ground. You know what I mean? So, but if the tree is actually in line, right, with its vibe and creating 
the, the branches and the leaves and then the fruit in the way that only that tree does, right? Then it's it, how many people, is that just about the tree? No, then the grass is happy. Then you're happy when you get the fruit. Then <laughs> Your body's feeling good because you're eating good fruit. So really that is the vibe of uh, true wealth uh, that we are. And so when you're not feeling good, just ask, hmm, what can I put in my calendar today that would allow me to be more connected with the vibe of who I am? And only asking the question could be enough. Well, I was going to ask you, actually, because you've mentioned two things. You've talked about connecting with yourself. And then also you talked about realizing when you're disconnected with yourself. And suppose, so my question really is, what's, What's the one sort of bit of advice that you could say to the people who are listening is to find out, um, am I connected with myself or am I what I'm feeling totally disconnected? Is there some little trick or, or tip that they can they can do? I mean, you've already said take take a moment to ask yourself the question, but what, is there anything else you can help us with? Kat? Yeah, absolutely. The, you know, that second phase of disconnected. How do you know when you're uh, disconnected with yourself? When you're in resistance to something, when you're really locked into your head and you're you're having conversations uh, with people um, before they've even happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those conversations. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, I mean, goodness. You're like, okay, well, if they say this to me, this is what I'm going to respond. Yeah. And when I see them, this is what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? You, you go into that and then you never see them. They, they actually don't show up. And how many minutes or hours did you spend going over that conversation and wasting your time for something that actually didn't didn't show up. So uh, there's many different ways to know when you're um, not connected with you. And the, in the seven steps, one of the ways that uh, we talk about that disconnection is when you have barriers up, when you're in resistance to something or someone, when you're actually not feeling even your joy. If, I, if you have a joke, if you have anything that makes you laugh in life, this is just an advice, write it down or a little word, something that reminds you of it, put it in your wallet, keep it in your wallet. So if you're feeling not that great, you pull it out and look at it. If you don't laugh, like you usually do, when that shows up, you know you're not connected. <laughs> you know you've got up some walls or barriers or something. And how do you do that? There's this pulling down your barriers um, uh, exercise, and I've written about that in the in both of the books, Dancing with Riches and and uh, Seven Steps. I've also there's some free stuff on um, on YouTube about it. Um, and also sometimes when you're um, doing that, it's almost like you have this shield up. Right. So one of the ways that you can do it with, without seeing us now, is she's beautiful, too, if you guys ever wanted to see her, um, is is also when you are feeling, hmm, how do I know if I'm disconnected or, or not? You might just want to count to 10, you know, and put your hand maybe on your heart. I mean, sometimes, and I've written about this, sometimes we're so busy, we're so, we've got so many things on our checklist, we have so many things to do, we have so many things, you know, and so we have to, we're really busy, and we're really busy, and you put your hand on your heart, and you can't even feel it beating, really, mm-hmm. you can't even feel it beating, you know, you're not connected with you, put your hand on your pulse, right, and just taking, really darling, just taking 10 seconds to put your hand on your pulse 
and to count every time you feel a beat, that will connect you. Isn't that amazing? Because you're dedicating 10 seconds to something that engages with you. And don't forget to breathe. Yeah, right? I was going to say breathing because... Yeah, don't forget so it, to breathe. Because it's such um, it's something you just do without really thinking about it. But when you actually concentrate on your breathing, um, I guess a bit like reaching for your pulse, it really focuses your mind on something other than all that's out there. All that noise and the distraction and the busy, busy, busy. The breath really helps you focus. And you realize that when you start to connect with your breath, you realize how fast you breathe and how out of sync most of your breath. But just like you say, 10 seconds just to focus on your breath can really bring, bring you back. A- absolutely. To I mean, it's just such a simple uh, one. And, and people, once they do that, even if you, I suggest to people that they wake up in the morning and do that. You know, we may have to go to the loo, right? We may have to go make a call, but truly 10 seconds that you're willing to just breathe in, put your hand on your pulse or your heart. When you first wake up, you will be uh, more connected than usual and just count the beats or say beep, 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 beep. That's an easy way to connect with you. And you begin to notice once you start doing that, when you are not connected with you. You might be in an um, office, oh, we talk about work a lot. We might be in an office and someone says something that sounds a little bit rigid. You will not even hear truly what they are saying if you are disconnected from you. You know, you might even wanna record it because if you're disconnected, you've got up a wall or barrier, what they say comes through a really small tube tunnel to you. And it's exactly what you've already decided that they are are saying and it might be something quite different so and is that enjoyable you know what i mean is that enjoyable uh, uh in life and i love one of these uh movies uh <laughs> with denzel washington and um, hanks where denzel washington says can you talk to me like i'm a two-year-old please <laughs> you know what i mean does that mean he's was unconfident as a a, a cop no it means that i'm really willing to have it arrive in a way that I understand it and get it. So when you are really connected with you, uh, then you can connect with other people, seeing things from their perspective. And I talk a lot about this with the with the seven steps. And it might just be something that showed up for them that day. It ha- might have nothing to do with you. Most people are so disconnected and so much in judgment of themselves. Vanessa, they totally don't have time <laughs> to judge us. I mean, we, you know, we're just like on the second plan, <laughs> piano, on the second phase for them. They're just busy not having confidence in themselves, judging themselves. So when they talk to us or when their vibe comes as something that's not really congruent with ours, it might not have anything to do with us. Mm-hmm. It might have to do with them. So with those seven steps to flawless communication, it's A, connecting with you, B, recognizing when you're disconnected, and C, reconnecting in a different way with people, including you, but not excluding them. And I guess doing this, like checking in with your vibration, checking when you're connected and disconnected, it's like a muscle that has to be practiced. It's not something, or it has to be used on a regular basis. It's not something you go, okay, I'm going to do this once. I'm going to wake up in the morning, feel my pulse. 
and I'm here. Whatever works. I mean, some people wake up in the morning, they do meditation. Some people wake up in the morning, they do exercises. Some people wake up in the morning, you know, they sing a song. I love that singing a song. Do yoga, whatever it is that works for you. I just mentioned that quick one mm. because sometimes you wake, wake, wake up you know, and, um, and we're so busy, we have to go. I remember when I first started uh, Access Consciousness, they said, if you wake up in the morning and you say this, this mantra, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. If you say that 10 times in the morning, right, it'll change your vibration. So I said, of course, no, I'm, I'm not sure that's going to work. I'm going to try it and I will see after a couple of months, if it doesn't work, I'll definitely tell them. Right. So, but that was an obligation I was doing to myself. So then when I would wake up and I'd be in the sink, you know, at the sink, brushing my teeth, I'd be like, Oh my goodness, I didn't do that. (laughs) I'd go back in the bed and I'd say it again with a toothbrush in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, it's a beautiful thing to begin the day. All of life comes to me. It's about you with ease and joy and glory. That's lovely. Mm. But if you don't remember that, do the pulse, you know, and then you'll say, hmm, what else could I do in the morning to start the day with you? That's my song. Anyway, singer, I love yeah, that. Yeah, go That's for it. I want to hear dancing you sing. The <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Cass sang to me when we first met, and I really hope she sings for me now. <laughs> It would be my pleasure. Oh, I know. Please um, do. Pleasure. It's pleasure. And pleasure. And the reason why um, the song came about is, you know, is because of your work. It's not, um, it's connected to the dances with riches. Um, so it's a really important song for, for what you do as well. Absolutely. And it's also, you know, the the beat, a uh, friend of mine, it's a Kasimba song, this guy Simba. Um, the beat is actually a beat that it's danceable, but um, it's also a rhythm that connects with people to help them avoid Alzheimer's. So would you say then, so based on what you've just talked about, would you say that confidence is um, contagious, it's infectious? So if you're confident and you're radiating your vibration, does is it infectious? I mean, smiling is, because you're smiling and I immediately smiled, but is confidence the same thing? <laughs> Yes, and you were smiling not because I was smiling. It was your wisdom and your awareness that had you smiling. Yes, yes. And how when you say when you ask that question, right? How do you feel inside? I, I just feel joy when I do these podcasts anyway. So I come into the this whole space of podcasting with such an energy. I mean, you might not necessarily see it, but I feel it. So anytime I ask a question, I'm just like, oh, this makes me so happy. And where do your questions come from? Well. I don't script anything. So it comes from here and it comes from, I guess, my wisdom, what my curiosity. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is very, very selfish in many ways, this podcast, because it's about what I want to know about you and what you can teach. And I just have this amazing ability to share that then with other people. But and how is that selfish? That's well, so kind. Because I do. Well, no, maybe, it, maybe it is kind because I, I, I use this as a channel to share with other people. But for me, my questions are like, I want to know. I want to know about what Cass is saying. And I'm just hoping other people do want to know as well. Yes. But it's also your wisdom, you know, it, and, and that's how that's connecting with you. Right. And that's how you're a contribution to other people, you know. So, I mean, and I love the way, the only reason I'm asking you these is also to, to demonstrate to whoever's listening to us also and, and to you, um, the wisdom that you have 
that actual in connecting with you and you, you're focused first on you and what you'd like to know. And when you are enjoying that, then you're actually sharing that vibe with the world. And so even if they don't listen to us, they hear us and they hear the vibe, vibe of what we're saying, right? So what is the question? This is a question I'm asking for anyone listening. What is the question that you can ask someone that will actually give you ac more access to your wisdom and you can share that vibe with the world? And that's what Vanessa does. And she's amazing at that. Yeah. <laughs> You're very, very kind. But where can people find um, the book? Because, uh, well, particularly Dancing with the Riches, but you've obviously got Seven Steps as well. Where can people find all the information about you and your books and all your work? Yeah, they can find them. Um, we've got all the links on uh, castthomas.com. You can find out where to go because some are, um, they're on Amazon um, and the um, we have them in different languages. Um, and so there's different um, publishers for um, different um, ones. The Seven Steps, I'm the main publisher of that. It's a self-published book because it's so small. <laughs> the publishers are like, honey, it's, like, <laughs> you know, it's more than 20 words. But um, but the Dancing with Riches, it's um, now, yeah, in English, you can find it uh, on accessconsciousness.com slash shop. Yeah, if you want it in French, it's on uh, Amazon it's, um, and in um, Spanish. It's on the Access Consciousness site in Spanish. Yeah, I'll put all those details in the show notes so people yeah. can reach out. Yeah. I can check, but all of that, if you go to castthomas.com, whatever language you want, whatever book you want, yeah. And I've, I've co-written uh, several books, The Adventures of Being You by Dr. Dane Heer, um, one of the authors in that book, um, and also, um, you know, several other books too. So all of those are on the website. Just going back to your books then, because that's not how you started out. You didn't start as an author. How did you know that sort of deep inside you had a book in you and you, you were going to then produce you know, several books? Well, you know, I had always wanted to, I, and I didn't remember that until several years after writing a book. I'd always wanted to be, I thought I wanted to be an author and a teacher, right? And it wasn't until years later when I was facilitating access classes and, and had a book out and I was like, wait a minute. I guess I am a teacher <laughs> and, I, and I'm an author. <laughs> that's, that's so funny, right? But um, like I said, the, um, there were some great books that I was helping find um, publishers in Italy for um, Access Consciousness books by G Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. And, uh, and they were like, Cass, you need to write a book. And I was like, why? Hello? <laughs> don't 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 distract me. I'm busy trying to get these books into Italian so the Italians can, you know, that you guys did. Yes, but every one of us, and this is for anyone thinking, and uh, we do work on the getting, helping people write their book. Every one of us has a different way of sharing something in a book. So um, what the book I write will be different, even if it's the same topic than the book you write. And some people will like up mine, some people will like yours, but either way, it's going to be a contribution. So that's, they, they sort of pushed me to, to write it. And I said, well, it's not, you know, I'm talking about the way I communicate. It's about my life. It's not going to be necessarily an access book. They were like, who cares? It doesn't have to be, it has to be yours. So, um, so that was such a uh, invitation and each and every one of us is unique. Uh, so what is it that you could get out there and any way I can help, please let me know because you are amazing and unique. So are you going to sing for me? your song because I love life can be difficult at times it weighs you down 
But that's no reason to go through every day with a frown. Take a look at the brighter side. Be strong, be ready, be free. Learn from your failures and become all you can be. Dancing with riches. Don't give in to strife. Dancing with riches. You can cut through it like a knife. Dancing with riches. Learn how you can strive. Dancing with riches. The pleasures, the treasures of your life. <laughs> oh, Cass, thank you. You've totally set the benchmark now for all my guests to come. They've got to um, sing to me and then do some more than that. Gosh, that was amazing. Thank you so much. So, Cass, sorry, this, this interview could go on for a long time. And I think when we first met, we did actually talk for over an hour, but we have to draw it to a close, I'm afraid. So I just want to say a huge thank you for being on the show. What's your sort of parting advice to people who are listening and they, they just want to understand about confidence and am I a confident person and what I can do to become confident? Absolutely. And, and, you know, um, thank you for asking. And, you know, a couple of the things that I uh, invite people to just have a look at is what are you grateful for? Who are you grateful for? I suggest that people actually just write it on a little piece of paper and put it in a little box or a hat, something in the morning. What am I grateful for? Sometimes it takes us a while. I'm grateful to have, you know, two hands or something like that, you know, whatever it is. So that when you are not feeling confident, you can go into that box or that hat and pull out some of the things that you've written in um, there. And um, uh, another thing to ask, what is vital to me in my life? That's one of the things that I engage with in my first module of the Dancing with Riches workshops. And a lot of times we think, oh, what's vital is that I do this, that I do that. Might be just breathing fresh air. And I just wanted to say, there's no wrong way of breathing. If you're listening, you're still alive <laughs> and you're breathing just fine. <laughs> okay, so don't go into the rightness of it. But what is vital to me? And just sort of write 10 things down that if it didn't exist, you know, if you didn't have a window, the sun might be vital to you. If you didn't have, you know, a nice cup of tea in the morning, whatever that is, just write it down. It doesn't have to be significant. But the more you are willing to do that, then you begin to connect with you in a way that gives you confidence and knowing that you know you, that no one does you better than you. And that if you're willing to honor you, trust you, be grateful for you, be vulnerable with you, and be an allowance of you, you will have a level of confidence and intimacy with yourself. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Well, Cass, thanks again for being on the show. And um, I'll put all the details of how people can contact you and maybe the lyrics to your song as well in the show notes so people can read those. So thank you so much for joining me today on Women in Confidence. I adore you. Thank you so much. And please continue being the contribution you are to the world. <laughs>